Hello and welcome to this special edition, this special South American edition of The Globe. Uh, I'm here with Dave Caron. We're going to look at the possible Coutinho transfer from uh, giving the South American perspective, looking what news is coming out of South America, to give some of the Liverpool fans, some of the Premier League fans, an idea of you know where this story is coming from and how it's been taken very seriously uh, in Brazil in particular. Uh, Dave, how are you today? I'm I'm very well. Well, I was up until this morning. Basically, I've, every day I've been opening uh, you know my reliable websites here in Brazil and watching me Bachibola on uh, ESPN, Fox Sports, and keeping an eye on Global Sport TV. And you know it, it's been dead quiet, Simon. But today everything changed. <laughs> okay, so if you could uh, let me know firstly, so what what is the story and who's reporting this uh, from there in Brazil? Okay, well. Anybody in Europe will know, you know, this is, this has been in the news, um, basically all week, uh, you know, the, the, the link to Phil Coutinho and Barcelona. Basically, it only broke in South America today. And, you know, I find it poignant that, you know, three days before the, the Neymar move, there was still v- virtual silence on it to PSG. And given, you know, the stature of Neymar in Brazil, that's unusual. So, you know, again, they, they tend to report that, as you know, living in Colombia, uh, Simon, you know, there's a very, very different media market that we have down here. You know, they don't do clickbait. They don't do sensationalism in, in reportage because generally the, the populations down here don't have the disposable income to, to, to spend on newspapers. And, 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 you know, the majority of people don't have Internet. Um, so, you know, generally when, when we find stories breaking in Brazil, you know, Austin Miller, who does the pods with us as well there, you know, we, we have the three sort of sources that we, we would look at as generally very sound. And, and, and the first one of that is, is Global, which is the national broadcaster of Brazil. Uh, you know, once they start reporting, there's generally foundations, uh, with the reporting. Same with ESPN Brazil would be slightly less reliable, but still fairly solid. Fox Sport then again, and, and this new kid on the block, uh, is Sport, is Sport a, a Interactivo, uh, who today are actually on the streets of Liverpool with a film crew, uh, which I find, you know, the only place I've ever seen them on location was the Champions League final last season. Um, they don't generally do this as a rule. So, again, you, you know, the, the noises coming out of the club at the minute are, you know, that Liverpool definitely are not selling. But the, the media in Brazil, you know, for example, I, I'm watching the Supercopa at the moment and the halftime show didn't have any analysis of the game, nothing. It was Phil Coutinho for the full 15 minutes, and as I say, around the streets of Liverpool. And, you know, you, you'll appreciate the, the magnitude of that, I think, Simon, you know, with your global location as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, in Colombia, often the, the situation is the fans know of a transfer before you'll find anything on on google and often the sources you do find are if it's related to a european club it will come from the european club long before it comes from the south american side of things so maybe a journalist may uh you know drop a few hints on twitter but if you actually follow the reliable mainstream sources often they won't present a story until the player's holding the shirt so um definitely from colombia um the whispers get out there the clubs the fans of the clubs will have an idea of what's happening but in terms of the reliable media sources, as you've mentioned, often it's once the player has the shirt in his hand that the the, the story is the, the story is reported, or once he signed a contract. Um, is that generally how things work in Brazil? And, and you know how, in terms of timescale, how do you think this indicates things are progressing in regards to Coutinho? I my I, I, I'm I'm a Liverpool fan, so I'm very very sad to say this. I would expect it to, to maybe even go through before the end of the week. Um, you know, two years ago. 
Globo broke, broke the story on uh, Roberto Firmino coming to, to Liverpool three days before he arrived. At, 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 you know, it broke here. And we can cite the Neymar very, very close uh, time scale there. It was only last week. Again, up until three days beforehand, Brazil weren't having any of it. The, the, the golden boy was leaving Barcelona. Um, and, and that, you know, once it exploded, you realize that, you know, you're on track, you're on a track here and there's no turning back. The, the media down here, it's not like the UK. You know, they don't report just for the sake of it. They don't report just to get clicks. They don't report. That's not the culture here. It's not the way it works. And, you know, obviously I've been keeping a very, very keen eye on it. I'm in several Liverpool groups and, you know, they, they keep asking me. I keep saying, look, there's nothing here. And, you know, as I say, the first thing I saw today was basically that, uh, you know, Barcelona had arrived and the expectation in Brazil is very much that they, they will seal the contract, regardless of, of, you know, Liverpool are still very adamant the player's not for sale. But again, I, I think something maybe you, will resonate with you as well, Simon. The pull of Barcelona for, for Latin Americans, particularly South Americans, is is so strong. You know, Phil Coutinho will happily take, uh, lose his... Um, his, you know, sign-on fee, a bonus fee or whatever, if he hands a transfer request in, because this is Barcelona, and Barcelona and Real Madrid for, for Latin players are on a different level of stature, and, you know, once they come in for you, there's very, very few of them that they don't get, Simon, as you well know, and this type of reporting leads you to, leads you to me to the conclusion that this is going to happen very, very quickly. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, um, the Clásico, uh, as in Real Madrid and Barcelona, is probably the most watched game in, in Colombia. And, you know, the Colombians are crazy about their local teams, crazy about the national teams. But that's a game that brings the whole city to a standstill, which is incredible. Um, and I think that really has become the pinnacle of, of football to play for one of those two clubs. We saw with James Rodriguez how much it meant to be at Real Madrid and how much he was keen to stay for as long as possible to really, you know, make himself known internationally. Um, I mean, is there any any reasons, uh, anything that you could suggest would prevent this move going through at this stage? Um, does it seem inevitable? Obviously, Liverpool are quite keen to say, but it looks as though the player may be, you know, he's he said very diplomatically, I want things to end amicably. But uh, do you think that's just saving face and perhaps there's a, a clear intention to make that move? Look, at, at this moment in time, you know, this window has been a disaster for Liverpool Football Club. There's no other way of putting it. Uh, as a supporter, that's the way I would actually class it. It's been an unmitigated disaster. This is unthinkable on top of it. Um, we have we have great difficulty in closing out our targets. Um, we have great difficulty in making transfers, which, you know, people, other clubs seem to just breeze through. And at this stage of the window, especially, I don't, I don't think Liverpool are, are wanting to sell and their, their first choice obviously would not be to sell. But again, we keep going back to that allure of, of, you know, Barcelona, Real Madrid to a Latin player. And it's insurmountable. You know, this isn't about money. We saw it with Luis Suarez who took a pay cut and, and whatever to, to, to go to Barca. I would fully expect that Phil Coutinho would be the same because it's not, um, you know, it's not about money. It's about, the rest of his life, he'll be a player for the Brazilian national team who played for Barcelona, and that means so much in this country. From a Liverpool point of view, I, I have no doubt that they're going to play as hard a ball as they can. And you know, our, our fans at the moment are, are are really going hard against against FSG, our owners, and you know, there, there's a certain portion beginning to turn against Klopp as well. Um, and you know, it, it's 
It's not really their fault because I, th- I feel it's out of their hands. Barca have come. They know what with a Latin player, they can basically get what they want. They get it every time with Latin players. And it's a very, very worrying state of affairs for me. Uh, no, absolutely. I think this is a real, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity for someone to become the third part of that Brazil- that Barcelona front three. Um, because, you know, many times a talented player of level of Coutinho will be linked to a Barcelona or Real Madrid. And, you know, the, the thinking is, if it works out, he'll come in the first team. If not, maybe it'll be a hammer situation. Maybe it'll be a, you know, a difficult position. But there's that spot wide open in the Barcelona front three at the moment. And Barcelona squad isn't particularly deep. So not only will he be going to one of the biggest teams and probably one of the top two or three most famous teams in Brazil uh, from the European perspective, but also he's got a guaranteed starting position, which, you know, and Coutinho seems like a guy who's, you know, he's been very committed to Liverpool. He seems like a nice guy, but this is a kind of unparalleled once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for someone like Coutinho. Absolutely, it is. And I, I'll say, I, I, we were interrupted in this podcast by my wife coming over to run to the gate. And first thing, my neighbour runs across, Coutinho to Barca, he's going. And, you, you know, the thing about it is this guy sits and watches Liverpool games with me. He's, he's been following Liverpool the last two seasons with me. And, you know, for him... The detachment, he just detaches from Liverpool because a Brazilian player is going to Barcelona. And, you know, there it is in a nutshell, really. Um, as I say, I, I don't think that Liverpool can, can really do very much in this situation. And I know that, like, you know, there's going to be war amongst our fans if he goes, but I can't really see it as, as the fault of the owners or the manager. Uh, if I put my hand in my heart, living here. And I, I think you'll probably empathize with what I'm saying there, Simon. You know, the, the allure is just much, much too strong. For Barca, for for him to stay, and and I say he'll cut he'll cut his wages, he'll cut out millions of a payout, you know, just for that stature. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've got two hundred two hundred twenty million euros in the bank. They've got a open position in one of the most high profile front front frees in world football. Uh, the money's there for the wages, the profile. You know, he's going to be he's going to be on the back of millions of Brazilian shirts. Going forward, you know, it puts him up in the Neymar level of fame potentially moving forward. Yeah, you know, as as much as Liverpool fans will be frustrated by this, I don't think anyone could honestly begrudge Coutinho for taking advantage of this, you know, huge, huge opportunity for himself financially, professionally, you know, in terms of a new challenge, in terms of profile, in terms of prestige. You know, everything is lined up for Coutinho and I, I'm, I'm sure... He and his representatives are going to try and force this move through, uh, and Liverpool is going to have to move forward from from my perspective at the moment. Yeah, and I think another thing is there's there's another real thing here in Brazil that you know uh, Coutinho could actually eclipse Neymar as you know the golden boy here because he's going to be playing for Barca and Neymar isn't. And you know who who watches Paris Saint Germain in, in South America, Simon? I know you'll laugh at that one because nobody does, um, regardless of who plays for them. But they will be glued to Phil Coutinho watching, uh, you know, watching him play for Barcelona. And and I do think in a World Cup year, especially that the, the potential there, I think for Gabi Jesus as well at Man City, who who I find a fantastic player. But but those two, I think, are going to be the the, the 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 new golden boys of Brazilian soccer. And you know, given the stature of Barca. It, it's just going to ease that in? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think uh, every indication is that, I mean, to be honest, Coutinho will be mad to let this opportunity slip through his fingers. As much as he may respect and, and like Liverpool, this is this is a next level, next level opportunity. 
So if he's the man Barcelona want, and we have all the indications that that's the case, then they have the money, they have the prestige. You know, I can just see it happening, and it's going to be a big, a big step for for Coutinho, a big, a big impact on Brazilian football. You know, an interesting move for Barcelona, maybe a change slightly in in tactics and approach. Uh, it'll be very interesting to watch. But as you say, uh, with the strong reports from reliable, uh, more measured uh, Brazilian media. It does look like it's going to happen uh, very shortly. Yep, and and I think that time, you know, you you mentioned shortly, and and it could be very very quickly. Um, certainly with with you know the news that's coming out here, as I say, the uh, the Supercopa has finished. Um, they they they're cutting the two screens running here. One's on Coutinho, and the other one's on the presentation. It's just it's just that that big for them. And as I say, there's no smoke without fire, and and the fact that there's been zero. You know, it's a disaster for Liverpool. I understand Liverpool fans maybe don't want to hear this and, and why they don't want to hear it, but, you know, it's, it, may, it may be time to face reality. You know, as we stand at the minute, Simon, maybe just, just, just to close this out, you know, I would say, you know, I was sort of, yesterday I was like, not a chance. And today I would sort of say 70% he's going to Barcelona. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, from my perspective, I, I can't see why it wouldn't happen. Obviously, there's going to be some tricky conversations uh, between uh, Coutinho and his representatives. He clearly wants to leave on the right terms, but uh, it's not going to leave Liverpool fans happy. And although there's going to be a big, big transfer fee involved, uh, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean they'll be able to replace him, as you've mentioned in the pod. Well, in this in this marketplace, especially this window where everything has been inflated by that Neymar deal, it's it's particularly worrying. And the fact that we haven't been able to close any of our you know our number one targets, we seem bereft of of a plan B idea. But that's nothing new. That's that's a very Liverpool thing. It's deeply concerning. You know, you know, I don't class uh, Felipe Coutinho as, as a world class player. He has world class moments. He certainly has the potential. Um, he, his form is patchy, but he's still our best player by by quite a distance. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, hopefully for Liverpool, maybe as some of these moves go through and some of these, uh, you know, as the market opens up a little bit, someone might become available surprisingly in the last few weeks. But uh, yeah, having all that money in the bank and a few weeks to go, it doesn't guarantee success. So we'll have to see how things develop. Thanks very much for your for your input and your insight. You know, it's great to have. Uh, have the view from from Brazil um, gives a kind of a balance off against some of the European perspective as well. And uh, everything you said looks like it may be happening. So we'll draw this to a close and we'll watch this space and uh, see how uh, the move goes through, uh, the impact it will have. And it's definitely going to be one to watch moving forward. Should be very, very interesting. So thanks, Dave, for your time. More than welcome. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs>